Alright, so uh, first of all, one very important announcement. Uh, today's Shea is the Rafur Shalema of Ayid Shmuel Ben Sora Ben Bela Sora. Uh, it's unclear exactly. It's a 98 year old man who called me just uh, a little bit before the Shea. Uh, he called me from Mexico and um, he survived about five of the camps in uh, Auschwitz and many others. And we met in uh, Italy, actually. I'm a bit embarrassed to say this, but I was the scholar residence in a hotel in Italy for Pesach. And whatever, in those days when they had these things, they're probably not going to have them anymore. But in the days when they had these Pesach programs, right? Naftali's looking at me like, oh yeah, we're already booking in for next year. But anyway, so um, we met over there. Incredible, incredible person. Incredible person. And uh, he is actually in Mexico. He's stuck in Mexico. Uh, he actually lives in England, London. And uh, he's hoping to come to Eretz Yisrael. So we're hoping to get him there. But he's going to an operation tomorrow. And uh, we wish him a refuah shalema. Be'ez HaShem. He's an old man for an operation in this situation. But Be'ez HaShem. will have a full refuah shalema. will be able to join us in Yeshiva in the base Medrash. Be'ez HaShem. Okay. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. So today I want to go into a brand new sugya. Very interesting sugya. Really interesting Um We've been doing some really interesting stuff recently. I hope you guys are realizing. We're just mummish like trying to tackle all like the interesting shilas that generally don't get spoken about too much. So, although everything's interesting, that's the truth. Everything is interesting. You can make anything interesting. You could take the Malach of Osishne Batinirin. You can make that interesting if anybody even understands what that is. For those of you Dafiomi, maybe you would. But anyway, so um I want to discuss a couple of shilas that are very Nagaya. Especially there are people who are learning at home, maybe even learning in shuls, but this is in Agea the whole year round, and specifically now maybe even more perhaps than any the other time of the year. And that is in regards to uh, some interesting questions of Gabi Svarim and Kedushas of Svarim. I'll give you two examples of Shilas that I'd like to get to, which people always have, but no one really knows the answer. You know, it's one of those questions, you know, sometimes someone will send me an email, or they'll call up and be like, I've had this Shila for like three years, but I've never like, I've never actually asked the question, okay, give me, give me, what is it, Lamaisa? You know, give me the shak. So, one question is, let's say you have a magazine, a Mishpacha magazine, or, or others, you know, the Mishpacha are the only ones that paid me for the advertising, so I can't really mention all the other ones online, so whatever it is. You've got a magazine that's full of Torah, stories, news, you know, the latest events, whatever. Advertising of the Pesach hotels, you know. And you want to take it into the bathroom, obviously, because where else are you going to read such a thing? You haven't got time to read it in the dining room, because there you're busy learning, right? So in the bathroom is a time that you cannot learn so much, not allowed to learn to your tsar. So you have to take something to divert your mind off of the learning of the Sefer. So what do you do? So you bring in a mishpacha or one of the other ones, or a newspaper of any kind. And the problem is that there's Torah in there. Are you allowed to bring such a newspaper or magazine inside the, to- inside the toilet, in the bathroom, if there is Torah inside there? What about if you have a book? Stop, you have a book. And you know, every book, if it's a Jewish kosher book, yeah, pasuk here, pasuk there, you know, it's not a Torah book. But every so often we'll have a Torah saying, like a biography, for example. Now, there's some biographies that are mamash musas from him. But I'm talking about biography that's really like a storyline, like twice or three times I'll have like an odd pasuk somewhere. That's question number one. Question number two. Very important question. And that is, what's with Seamus? What needs Seamus and what doesn't need Seamus? For example, you have this Mishpacha magazine that has Torah. So, does the whole thing need Seamus? 
Do I take out the Torah? Can I chuck it all in the bin? What do I do? I, you know, I had someone call me up once. He says to me, I have six years worth of Mishpacha magazines in my house because I don't know what to do with them. I, I said to him, I don't understand. Am I the only Rav in the world? Like, I don't understand. Like, until you called me, you didn't know what to do? Apparently not. I don't know why. So it's a very interesting question. And I think it's, again, I think it's a great opportunity to try to go through a little bit of Kovitz for him because it's a very, it's more common than people realize what it is. It's more chomo, and I think it's good for us to go through it, because, you know, not always do we get in the chance to learn as much as we can, and do all the regular sadorim as much as we can, but in, in our little way, if we can, you know, be machabed svarim in the way that they're meant to, and the only way to know that is obviously to learn the halachas, then that's a gavaldiga, gavaldiga zach. In fact, I will tell you, and we'll start with this as an introduction, there's a maram chigaz, Okay, the Maram Chigaz brings down a very scary thing to say, but again, it's not me, it's the Maram Chigaz, Mishmeres Chachom and Simon Reish Hey, if you want to look it up, if you happen to have that safer at home. So you can look it up, and he says over there, that who knows, says the Maram Chigaz, if because people are not Mechabed Svarim in the proper way, in the way that they're meant to Mechabed Svarim, because people just don't know, who knows if that's the reason for the terrible Gzeras that are on our community, and young children die, and it prolongs the gollus. That's a heavy statement. But again, Rabbi said, it's a maram chigaz. That who knows if because people are mavazin kisvei kodesh, they don't treat svarim correctly, they don't put things in shameless when they're meant to, and so on and so forth. Maybe that's the reason, he says, of the terrible xeris on the community, young children die, and it prolongs the gollus. In fact, the C.F. Hitzchok brings down, when Shem Shamayim is in the garbage, it causes tremendous poorness. Now, you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful what you throw out, what you don't throw out. One is considered to be something that requires shameless, what doesn't. And again, we're going to try to go through these halachas uh, without going into too much depth, but to try and understand them in some level. So where's the makar? Where does this come from? Let's start from the beginning, because, like, you know, over here, we don't want to start from, you know, although it's great to start from the Gedolei Poiskin, but let's, let's start from the Makar, from the, from the Pasuk in the Torah, and we'll work our way through. There's a Pasuk in Parashas Devarim, you'd base Dalit. When the Pasuk says, um, you know what, I think I'm actually going to get a uh, Devarim so that we can actually look this up properly. Bear with me, Rabbi Isai. Let me get my Chumash. Okay. Okay, Devarim... Where was I? Dvarim Yud Beis Dalit. Okay? Just quote this one properly because we're quoting words of Torah. Perik Yud Beis Posak Dalit. Ah, that's right. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so it starts from Gimel. Vinitatsdem es misbechoisom, vishibaratem es matsevoisom, vashareem tisufum baesh. Okay? What's it talking about? No, Rabbi said, what's this possible talking about? Hello? I'm sure as soon as I said Dvorim, you'd base Pasuk Gimel, you're like, oh, of course. Right, Naftali? Yitzi. Yitzi is like, yeah. Um, it's talking about Avoy Dezorah. Talking about burning Avoy Dezorah. Taking Avoy Dezorah, burning it, getting rid of it, get it out of here. Says the next pasuk, Loi sasun kein la shemelakechem. Over to the rabbinic shalaylam, and everything that comes together with that—that's that, that, no shaykhs. So there's a gemara in Makkas, right? The gemara Makkas of base tells us that from here, from this pasuk that we just learned, is the makar 
of erasing the Rabbi Yishalom's name. Anyone that learned the Gemara Marcus that Perak, we know famously the Gemara there talks about going into the mikvah with a tattoo, all these sorts of things of Hashem's name on it, and everything else. So that's where the Gemara learns that erasing Hashem's name is also because the Pasuk in Gimel was talking about burning things in fire, and then the next Pasuk says, Hashem, you don't do that too. And that's Hashem Hashem, that's where the Gemara learns it from. Says the Rambam, in Hilchus Yisoyed Torah Peik Alev, that you get Malchus for such a thing. What's the Pshat? Maha so we look over here obviously at the Heilige Chinuch and the Chinuch brings it down that the reason for this mitzvah is to come to Yerushalayim if you treat the Shem Hashem and the Svarim correctly you'll come to Yerushalayim and the Loshon of the Taz is in Yeridea. The Roshan of the Taz in Yeridea is in Reish base is that a person should be very careful if Kedusha is a and if he's not careful, he's going to, uh, he's going to, he's going to give Din V'Cheshben in Shemaim after 120 years how he didn't do that. And that's why it's very, very important for a person to know what does and what does not need covered and obviously how to do that. So the truth of the matter is, you know, we'll start from the top. If you open up and again, we like to start from, you know, where it comes from, the source. So this is the Gemorian Kedushin, which we learned. The Gemorian Kedushin, Lamed Gimel Lamed Base, where the Gemorian Kedushin tells us that the Chiv of covered to a Sefer Torah is a Doraisa. Right, that the Prima Godim writes, and the Shochanah brings it in ready in Yeridea, that you have to actually stand up for a Sefer Torah. Right, what about other Sifs for him? What about if it's not a Sefer Torah? So it's very interesting, I don't know how many people even know this. The Ramah brings a Yesh Omrim, which is, by the way, a Tshuva Zarashba. But the Rashba holds that when a Chumash comes in the room, you have to stand up. Can you imagine? Like somebody walks into the room with a Chumash, and you stand up. The guy's like, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That was very nice of you. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, I'm, I'm not standing up for you. I'm standing up for that printed Chumash that you're holding. The, the Ramah brings a Yesh Machmirim, which is a Rashba, that holds that you have to stand up for a Chumash. That's like a Sefer Torah. Chumash is the same. However, the Lamaisa, the Ramah doesn't pass in that way because the Ramah pass is like Shittas Rambam, and the Rambam says that only for a Sefer Torah and not for a Chumash. So that's a very, very important thing. That's a very important idea to understand where this comes from and how Chumur this actually is. Okay, the um, we have to understand as well, especially if those of you that uh, you know ever wondered about this. You know, there's a mitzvah about the kisvul hakem and sashira azois. There's a mitzvah to write a sefer Torah. Now, there's a major shaila whether it applies nowadays or it doesn't apply nowadays. We're not going to go into it now. The Gemara by Richas goes through this. The Gudayli Rishonim say that the whole reason of writing a sefer Torah is that you can learn the Torah. But now we have Svarim, says the Rosh. So according to the Rosh, you're making the mitzvah of writing a sefer Torah. When you buy a Sefer, now, none of you guys should be Potter, by the way, because at Yeshiva's based of it, we do still require a Sefer Torah. So if you have any friends out there that want to give our Yeshiva the very first Sefer Torah, this is not advertising, guys. Guys, not, not advertising. I'm just mentioning as part of the Shi. In case you happen to know someone, we don't have a Sefer Torah. So, Gavaldik, someone's becoming the mitzvah according to all the Rishonim. Give us our first Sefer Torah. But anyway, like upon him, the Rosh says that you're Makayim, the Indian of Sefer Torah, when you buy Svarim. So according to Rosh, it's actually a mitzvah to buy Svarim. It's a beautiful mitzvah to buy Svarim. Uh, that's what you're, and therefore those Svarim are basically Bemokim Sefer Torah. And that's a very, very important thing. Uh, that's a very, very important idea. The, uh, the Rambam. 
says in Hilchus Yisrael the Torah that it's, when your person writes a Torah, it lasts forever. Says that Samach Sedek, the same thing as with any Sforim, it lasts forever. In fact, I actually recently told this to a fellow in Romana Shkol. We were Zoycha to have, maybe he's going to listen to the Shir now, I don't know. But we were Zoycha, I told you about this, this is very exciting for me, but we reprinted the Ikev which was out of print for a long time. And there was a fellow in Romana Shkol, right? I'm not going to say his name because maybe we won't want to mention it, but you'll look at the Ikev the first page, and you'll find his name in the dedication over there. But anyway, I t- he asked me about, you know, I have my money, what should I do with it, whatever. So I told him, there are, there are only two options that you have. You can either support your local yeshiva, hint, hint, or you can basically reproduce for him, hint, hint. Those are the only two things you have. So Baruch he picked actually both of them, and um, he reprinted over there. And I said to him that Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky once was asked by a shayla by somebody about, you know, he has money and he wants to give it to XYZ and he wants to give it to someone who's publishing a sefer. What should he do? So Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky said to him, look at the very first Arachayim HaKadosh. In the Torah. The first Orachim HaKadosh ala Torah. So he went to look, and he came back to Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, he said, Rabbi, I don't know what you're talking about, I don't have an answer to my question, I looked at Orachim HaKadosh, I don't find anything. He said, what did you see? He said, well, he thanks all the people that helped him produce the Orachim HaKadosh. So if that's the case, I'm able to produce the Arachim HaKadosh, and people are able to learn from me. He said, no, there's the answer. When you, when you, when you publish, when you help give money to a sefer, you're allowing something to go, as the Tzemach Tzedek says, that it's the doyre doyres when you give it. And in fact, more than that, it's with Sforim. Now, I know what you guys are going to ask. Probably this is what you guys are bothered by. I can see your troubled face, Tovi. I can see it. You're bothered by the following question. What's the kasha? The kasha is, alright, that was those days. With the svarim that were made properly, with the olden day printing mahalach, where they stamped it. But nowadays, that everything is mass produced, mass printed, laser printed, does it really have the same kadusha? So I have to tell you it's interesting because we'll get to these halachas. There's a lot of halachas for us to discuss, obviously. But one of the halachas, which is actually one of the last uh, si'ifim, right, Daniel? It's the last si'if when discussing in Reish Pei Beis in Hilchas, uh, say, for Torah, in Yeridea, where it discusses the Kavod HaSvarim. One of the last ones is about putting a Chomish on top of a Siddur and a Siddur on top of a Chomish and a Vim and Ksuvim and the order of things over there. So there's a Taz. You should look up this Taz. Write this one down. It's an unbelievable Ma'amokim. Yeridea is in Reish Ein Aleph Sikot Ches where he wants to say there is no difference. There's no difference how it's printed, how it's made. It's all got the same Kedusha. The Mishnah Brura, the Heilige Chovetz Chaim, in Simon Mem, Sikotan Dalad, says the same thing as the Taz. All of us, Svarim, are the same Kedusha. And therefore, yes, they're made differently. Yes, they're mass-produced. Yes, they're laser-printed. But they're all the same Kedusha. By the way, there's a Shari Tshuva in Simon Shin Lamadal Sikotan Aleph who brings a Shiv Yaakov, a Shvus Yaakov, I'm sorry, but the Shvus Yaakov says even if a guy printed it, it's still going to have the same Kedusha. That's incredible. That's unbelievable. Now, it's interesting because the Chazanish has a tshuva, which we're not going to read, but it's incredible. Yerodei Simon Rishad Aleph, where he writes down that nowadays it's maybe even better because because of electronic, when you press the button, so the safer is produced by Koyach Sheini. It's not Koyach Rishon, it's Koyach Sheini. Like we know, for example, all of us that are Isaac and Hilchas, the Tilis Yadayim, the Tilis Yadayim, we know, has to be from your Koyach, right? You have to, you have to open the faucet or the tap in order for the water to come out. But when you press the button, it's not Kayak Rishon, it's Kayak Shani. And the Kapachayim, the Maramshik, and everyone else. But there is, however, 
And this Kach Kibalti from my Rosh Hashiva of Scheinberg Zetzel, that he brought down the famous Orach HaSholchan in Yeredei Semen Reish Pei Gimel Sikotten Vov, where the Orach HaSholchan says that nowadays the putting of the Sidurim and the Chumashim, and your people are very busy with the order, I'll tell you a Mordecai Maisa. I'm, Daniel, I'm going to... Hazara, right? You don't mind. I've got to tell the island this Maisa. Somebody calls me today. Mama, you know, you should know, sometimes there's a lot of Siyat There's always Siyat Always. There's always Ashkocha Pratis, but sometimes you like see it in your face. So a guy calls me this morning, late morning. He says to me, he davens in a shul. Hashem, I'm not going to tell you where he is in the world. He makes out Afkamina. He davens in a shul. Hashem Yerachim. They're not marked on Corona. They don't even hold of Corona. There's no Corona according to them, right? There's no masks. There's no social distancing. There's 400 people in the minion. It's a total joke. It's ridiculous. So he says to me, he went to the rabbi and he asked the rabbi what to do. So he told me how he met the rabbi. He went over to the rabbi and the rabbi said, come into my office. So he went into the office and he saw there was chumish there. And on this chumish was a knife. I couldn't believe it. A knife on top of a chumish. No, you can't have a knife on top of a chumish, right? No, I have a knife on I couldn't everyone you not have a knife on top of the chumish, right? Even if you go to the Oroch which we're going to meet in the middle of mentioning. But he said, I took off the knife off of the chumish. And he said, I see it was a simon mina shamayim that the knife is danger and the chumish is toyer, it's Klaus roll, and it's on me. It's on I, it's my responsibility to save Klaus roll by taking away the danger and going to a doctor and printing a letter to the shul to say that they're dangerous and they shouldn't do it, everything else. And the rabbi said, it's not, not my problem, Zagazin has the haraba, and he wanted to bring a whole right, which I told him, we don't really pass in Tomei, we don't pass in for Mabaskal, so therefore, it's not going to be so again. But I'll cop on him, the Orch HaShulchan. Let's go back to the Orch HaShulchan. In Yerodeism, Reish Begimus, he got involved. He brings over there this halacha, which is brought down halacha in Yerodea. I'm not putting a sit on top of a chumash. And you have these people that run around, right? Well, I always wish these people would learn more, but instead of running around, they run around the Mishmedra taking like, every siddur off the chumash. All right, chill out, man, yeah? But people do these things. But there is an Orach HaShulchan. Next time you see them, you'll open up the Orach HaShulchan, Reish Pekim, or Sikot and Bob, and he says over there that nowadays, all of our Sfarim have the same Kedusha. Why? Because it's not like they were printed with ink that the Chumash is more Chashub and a Siddur is less Chashub. No, they're all printed the same. Therefore, the main of the Dunaf Kumit in a Chumash and a Siddur. And as I pass in my Rosh Hashiva and yours, Yitzi, Rav Shambach Zatzal, like the Orach HaShulchan, not only that, I found that Rav Shlomo Zalman held that this Orach HaShulchan was miscabal in Klal So according to that, there's no real difference, but that doesn't take away the Kedusha of Sfarim. Because at the end, they Sfarim have Kedusha and we have to treat them with that way. So I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. The Sefer Hasidim brings in Tov Tov Kof Chof Base. That he says you have to be very careful when you put Svarim on places to make sure you don't put them in a place where they could fall. Because obviously that's going to be a design to the Sefer. So a person has to be careful from such a thing. That's example number one. Example number two, Rabbi Sai. To put in, no one, no one here would dream of doing such a thing, but just to give you some examples. And most of this is learnt from Hilcha Sefer Torah, which as I mentioned to you, the Rishonim and Achronim learn Dine Svarim from a din of a Sefer Torah. So whenever a Paisa Sefer Torah is going to for a safer as well. Which means, according to that, the Ramon Yerodeism of Rishpeh Basic Cotton Zion says, make sure you don't put Svarim on the table, on the floor, I'm sorry. Don't put them on the floor or anywhere where people could walk, even if it's high up. Because if it's a place that people can walk, it's not Beseda, it's not covered for the safer. Not only that, the uh, Ramon brings down as well the same idea that you can't put a safer on your knees. You can't put a safer on your knee, but he says, if it's for learning, you're allowed to put it on your knees, but you're not allowed to lean on it. Like, you can put your elbows on the safer and sort of just like lean on the safer. That you shouldn't do. But the Poiskim do say, I saw shame both with Scheinberg and with Nisim Karelit Zatzal, that if it helps your learning, then it's water. 
Right? It's very nagea. A guy came to me, for example, Friday night, and he says to me, he wants to be able to learn for longer, because, you know, he's very tired Friday night, so he wants to be able to learn, so he wants to find eights. This is one of his eights. Right? One of his eights was, he had a whole different idea of taking two chairs and putting a, a, a wood over there, and then he had a shiloh of oil, he's allowed to do that on Shabbos, but this is one of the things, he's put the, instead of putting on a table and falling asleep, putting the sofa on his knees, leaning on it, and this way he's like sort of bent over, and it's like an annoying position, it sort of keeps him up for longer, and this way he'd be able to learn for longer. Ah! So it reminds me of the stories of the Gedolim that used to dip their feet into freezing cold water the whole night to be able to them should learn the whole night. There's still people, Rabbi Isai, that want to do these things. Al-Kaponim, if it's helping your learning, the post scheme, you're allowed to lean on the safer. No problem whatsoever. Another example, which many of us are familiar with, which is already brought down in Shulchan Aruch in Yodeh, and that is that you cannot sit on the same table or bench or chair that has a safer on it. Now, people have an idea that as long as you sit, for example, if you have the safer and it's sitting down, right? if it's sitting down and I'm sitting on the same level of it, then obviously I can't do that, right? But if it's standing upwards, I'll, I'll, I'll sit it upwards. And this is like, this is very negative. Like, you know, you come to, to, to say that obviously, you don't just come with your Gemara. Who comes with their Gemara? That's so old-fashioned. You come with your Rashba and your Peleshua and Sfasemes and you come with your Ritva and you come with the Avni Meluim. You know, I'm saying you come to say they're fully loaded. You're ready to go, right? So you know what, what are you going to do with it? You can't put it on your, on your knee. It's, gonna, it's, it's annoying. It's not going to work, right? So I put it next to me on the bench. Well, I'm not going to lie it down because I'm not allowed to do, right? Because I'm sitting on the bench. Stand it up. Poiskim say, again, I saw Bashay Ravalyashim, that's how Miss Kavanis from Shlem Zalman, that they were Scheinberg, they all said the same thing with Moshe, that even if it's standing up, it is actually not going to help in that case. But the Poiskim do say, this is the gate to us, by the way, on <coughs> Yeshiva, so we have a bank, bench with four chairs, separate chairs on it. Now, it's true, theoretically, it's all mechubra one to the other, right? It's all one kli. You can move the bench and all four seats move together. But there, and this, by the way, is halacha lemaisa, that as long as you have separate seats, then you are allowed to put it over there. That you're allowed to put it on the next seat. That's not a problem, because it's not the same seat as me. Even though it's connected, but it's not the same seat, and therefore that would be okay. So that actually happens to be quite a negaya thing. Now, I don't think most people are going to do this. I don't think, you know, here's a safer, right? I don't think anyone's going to take the safer and put it front down. Most people don't do that. I think that's pretty obvious. But you know what we do see a lot? And I've seen this very, very many times, and it, and it does bother me, because it's really not nice. Forget about being against that locha, but it does bother me, and I'm looking for my sitter right now. Oh, here it is. Here, right? You take, it's very negative by Sidurim. I don't know why it seems to be negative by Sidurim. You take your sitter, especially if it's one of the small ones. You know the small ones? You keep on holding it open. But the minute you let go, whoosh, closes. You know, you've got to keep it open. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's not just me, right? Okay, fine. So you take it, and, and you, you want to go get a tissue. So you go to the boomer to get a tissue, right? So put it down on the shtender. Chas v'sholem. That you're not allowed to put it upside down. Whether it's upside down closed or whether it's upside down whole, people do this all the time. All the time. I see this cassette, the mamas, all the time. They're holding that little sitter. I can't find it right now. I have a little sitter that I take with me when I go across the street to the, to the shoot over there. I can't find it right now, but it's a small little thing. And, and you know, it doesn't stay open, so when you want to go somewhere, just put it down on its... You're not allowed to do that. It's mamish osa, osa, osa. Refresh your by saying that you're not allowed to do that. Not only that, by the way, right? The Bach in Yerodeus and Reshain Zayin says that you can't leave a safer open stump. You've got to be careful. Now, I think most of us know this, but I don't know how many people actually keep this one. And it's the okay, you're at home, you're going through the sugya, I want to eat lunch. 
I've been learning since 7 o'clock in the morning. Hello, what do you want me to do? So, you, you know, say this, you leave it open, I'll come back for the next 4 or 5 hours, right, in the afternoon. As we do. So you can't leave it open. You're going to have to close it, you're going to have to leave the first page open, put something on top of it, whatever it is. But it's important for a person to treat Svarim in the correct way. Now, let's go back to Ashaila. Uh, one more thing before we get to that, okay? This was just a lead-up, by the way. You get this? This was just an introduction. All of this was an introduction to what we want to get to. But one more, intro- one more part of the introduction is also a very negative Shaila. People like to do this, right? People love piling up Svarim, okay? Pile up Svarim. Kenai Nahara. I've got a Hagatsa pile over here. And the phone up. So I'm using now all the Svarim as my Shtender. That's what I'm doing. I'm using my Svarim as my Shtender. Are you, are you allowed to do that? Is that, is that motor? I'm, you're allowed to use the safer for your own personal usage. What does that mean? So there's a Taz. You know, there's some rich per basic cotton you gimel. Says mamish osa. He says unless you're going to like learn from all the svarim, like we said, you know, you got the Rashba, you got the Ritva, you got the Shittibok, the Ritva, the Pnei Yeshua, the Meiri, you got the Sfas MS, you got you got everything there. You got your name in the Melech also. You got everything on the pile over there. It's Kabbaldic, right? So I'm going to go through it one by one. It'll take me five six hours. We say that I have all the time in the world, right? Corona, I'm stuck at home. So what else am I going to do apart from learning? So it says the Taz, unless you're going to learn from all of them, you're not allowed to do that. But if you can learn from one of them, of course you can put them in one pile and start for the top one. But there is, I will tell you, a Gavaldika Moganavoman or Khansam Kufnun Dalitzikotan Judalit, where he says, I'm, the reason I'm giving you the Marmakomis is because I know that number one, most of you are writing these down. But number two, also, because these are questions, you have to know these ones. Someone's going to come to you and say, No, I'm allowed to do this. It's got to be like this. You've got to take it out. You've got to tell the Oilam what where exactly it is. So the Moganavoman says, There's no problem with putting a safer under another the safer, as long as you're learn, learning from it, you're not calling, you know, he doesn't call it using the Gufa safer because he calls it Lutzorich Limut. And as I person the Chai Odom and Klal Laman Aleph, the Mishnah Brura in Kufnun Dalit, Zikotan Laman Aleph, Kitushuk Noach and Klal Chav Ches, Zikotan Das, says the same thing. So according to that, it would be Mutter to do that. Um, let's talk about one last Shaila for today, because that's all we have time for, because again, today is only the Hagdoma to get us into uh, some of the Shailas. Um, okay, so like this, bringing it into the toilet, okay, what's the lock of bringing a magazine or a book into the toilet that has Torah inside there, obviously bringing a safer or anything with Torah you're not going to do, right, but anything that's similar to that, you might, so what is it then in that case, okay, so generally like this, any newspaper or any new magazine, that's the ichor of that thing is for divrei choil. It's for weekday things, it's for stories, it's for politics, it's for news, it's for opinions, it's for whatever it is. I'm old, you know, sometimes they're bringing some divrei toy over there. So, Nissan Karenets, for examples, that Sal held that you're allowed to bring it into the toilet, even without checking it, and if you happen to open it up onto the page that has Torah there, please, you turn the page again. Right? Obviously, you're not going to reveal the, the page that Torah, and you're not going to read it while you're on there, but you will, you are allowed to bring it in. Uh, with Scheinberg, that's how I wanted to say that if you know there's Torah there, maybe not. But if you're not sure, which is many, many times the case, perhaps you shouldn't bring it in. But the Maestro Vilyashev held that if the Torah is being covered by other pages of the magazine, Lechatchele, you can bring it in, even though you know there's Torah in there, but obviously not to reveal the page of Torah, skip the Torah page, and therefore that's enough. And in fact, with, Yash, um, with Scheinberg, that's all held that one page is enough. I don't need three pages as a kisoy, but a kisoy. One page is enough, and therefore it's okay. I asked this question to Rabbi Zulobach, he was masking to all of this. He said, maybe it's Kedai, if you know there's a whole page of Torah there, 
there, start, rip out that page and leave it outside. But if it's not a whole page of Torah, well, some places will, some magazines or newspapers will have a Torah section where they'll have Divet Torah and the Parsha, and they'll have Hashkafa, they'll have a page of Halachas, you know, whatever it is. For example, Daniel, if you look at the Jewish Tribune, you will have my Halachas almost every week in that newspaper, right? You've seen it recently? Because you don't get the Jewish Tribune. Okay. That's a different story. We're not going to get into that right now. That's already talking about English politics. But anyway, uh, the Akoponim, the Yisod over here is that as long as there's Torah inside it and you're not revealing it, it's not Ika Torah, then the Maizu, you could bring it in and you could just cover it. There's not a problem whatsoever. Uh, the same idea, by the way, they asked for Valyashev, what happens if you find a magazine on the floor? You find a magazine on the floor. Now, there's Torah in there as well. Do I have to pick it up just like I found the safe on the floor? What's the din in that case as well? And he wanted a taina that it's not a bizarre. As long as rove of the newspaper magazine is not Torah, then, and obviously the Torah itself is not facing the floor, touching the floor, then it's not really a bizarre because it's not meyuchot for Torah. They said the same thing also with Gedolim pictures. They have all these magazines. I'm not going to say the names. You know what they are with all the Rebbers and every Rebbe in the world that you never knew even was a Rebbe before. Right, Danny? You know, Danny knows exactly what I'm talking talking about, and those things are allowed, they don't require Gnizia as well, which of course we have to talk about, but we have to understand and really appreciate, and again, it was just like Doma, we didn't even get to our Shiloh today, what was our Shiloh, nobody even remembers the Shiloh, we started with the Shiloh of uh, what requires Seamus, newspaper magazines and, 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 and mag- you know, all these sorts of things, do they require Seamus, which obviously we have to get to, but we have to understand a very important thing, the Mesech Tosofim brings down, that if someone asks for a Sefer, you give it to him with your right hand. Why, says Masech Tosofim? Because the Torah was given with the right. Right? The Gemara in Bometziah says, if you find a Sefer, dust it off. The Pelayoyetz says, you know how careful they have to be with Sforim. Tzadikim used to ask permission before they left. Ravavadia. Ravavadia, before he went to his final illness that he died from in the hospital, when he left, he asked, he went to say goodbye to all of the Sforim. I remember being in the base Medrash with Ruchaim, with, uh, with Ruchaim Doval Tuskiz Atzal, the Bala Machaba Chedushe Basra, 75 Sforim. And I remember, he was a Masmet Shein Kamoyu, unbelievable Masmet, twinning all day. But he took pride in his farm, he covered all his farm, however much of a Masmet he was, he took pride because he understood Kedusha's Hasfarm, how chosh of it is, how important it is. Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow we will continue with more of this Be'ez Hashem.